Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Great to be in with Aaron Sexton today. Uh, good to see John Morris making his way uh, around the facility. And uh, great to be making my way around the community today. And uh, so much excitement in the air. Uh, it is the uh, doldrums of summer, so to speak. But uh, Rangers doing their thing. And we got Big 12 Media Days tomorrow. And so it's good to see Tom Barfield making his way back from vacation. And he's kind of locked and loaded. And, and he and John will both be in position tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning. In fact, uh, live news conference tomorrow morning but with um, uh, the new commissioner, Brett Yormark, of the Big 12. Aaron, I know you're excited about hearing from Brett Yormark. I thought you would love this, Aaron. I, I happened to see something written by Chuck Carlton in the Dallas Morning News, and he said, never fear that, uh, that Bob Bowlesby is still involved, and so he's actually still filling in and helping out. And uh, great. basically, the Big 12 right now getting two commissioners for the price of one. Aaron, this is exciting news, and I <laughs> thought you would be very uh, – uh, excited about having uh, Bob involved. Now, what I'm interested to see is as I make my way around the uh, you know Jerry World tomorrow, will will I see Bob Bowlesby? Will he still be moving around? Um, and I'm anxious to kind of see what that scene's like. Now, after he speaks. Linda Livingstone, Dr. Linda Livingstone to you, Aaron. President Livingstone from Baylor will speak as well. Now, I will be leaving the country afterwards, not because of anybody who's <laughs> speaking, but I'm going to be getting the heck out of town. But I just felt like it was appropriate that I needed to kind of be there to, uh, to bring, in that, uh, bring in that time. Now, Aaron, a little worried about getting in because Tom mentioned to me He's going to be, you know, on his show. Aaron, I don't think, I don't like my chances of being there in time for the 7 a.m. game time program, but I do like my chances of making it in time for the 8.30 news conference. That'll be held live, uh, and we'll carry it on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, you'll be glad to know the people at the Big 12, when I called up and said, hey, at the last second, I've decided to attend, and I want to be there. They changed all their stuff up and, and created a credential for me at the last minute. Very kind of them and uh, appreciate that. And so that is where we will be tomorrow for Big 12 Media Days. Now, Aaron, last year you had your first crack in a while. Now, you had been on radio here many years ago when it was a little different kind of Big 12 Media Days. Aaron, do you like 
hearing from all the different coaches and various players. I'm sure last year was a little hectic because you were still kind of getting back into the scheme of things, the swing of things, so to speak. And then suddenly it's like, Aaron, we need to run all 10 of these coaches in all of their news conferences. <laughs> right. um, that's not easy. And, and even under the tutelage, uh, tutelage of E.P. Garth, he may have been hanging around back in that time. Aaron, do you um, are you feeling good about tomorrow? I am. I think there's going to be a lot of non-X's and O's related questions tomorrow, Yeah, especially for the new commissioner, but I look forward to these. There's not usually not a lot of breaking news out of them, but it's usually some really good stuff. All right. We'll hear from it. And then uh, I love it when different people in the media fall in love with certain coaches and fan bases. And, and Aaron, a guy that we used to have on, Travis Roeder, before he decided to go join the internet uh, group around here, Roeder has said that, Really good quarterback at Kansas. Really good coach. I mean, to read our old buddy Travis Roeder, he's more excited about University of Can or Kansas University than he is Baylor. And so I'm I'm um, I'm interested to see kind of hear about what Kansas is up to. Uh, I'm I'm interested in this afternoon. I always like to right before we come on. I like to look and go. Why are certain people trending, Aaron? For some reason, before we came on today, Daniel Jones, the quarterback for the New York Giants, is trending, and and I'm just I'm still trying to get to the bottom of of like why that is, <laughs> and obviously they decided not to get like a new deal done with him, and for some reason today Daniel Jones is trending all over Twitter, and I I I don't have. A great, great feel for why that is, uh, other than somebody tweeted, Giants quarterback um, they, Daniel Jones has joined the likes of Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson as now a multi-sport professional athlete. <laughs> oh, now I see. Okay, now it makes more sense. He has joined the, what is that, ACL? Anyway, he is now part of the... <laughs> The cornhole championships in our country. All right? They show this on ESPN. Aaron, as a man who has been in pool halls through much of your adult life, has worked in pool halls, has that ever kind of spilled into the parking lot for some, like, cornhole competitions? Has that been any part of your life? We had we had that set up where people could play for a little while, not long. You know, a few months, but then it's just we had we did it outside, and it's just you know kind of hot in the Texas during summers. But I, do you know who the it's and it's not an NCAA sanctioned sport, but do you know who the national champion college is for cornhole for the twenty one twenty two season? Cornhole. It is a Texas school national championship. Now, if I just had to guess based on what colleges in Texas would play the most cornhole, I would go with, like, Texas State. Texas A&M. The Aggies play a lot of cornhole. Apparently, yeah. Let us know on the text line if you're an Aggie and you're, like, really good at cornhole. Partially because I'd like to take you on. I'd like to form a Baylor team. Aaron, are you any good at that? I am not. You sometimes act like I'm you're sorry. not as coordinated as some. 
Uh, you certainly have been a good distance runner at one point in your life. I don't know kind of where you are in that regard. Now you're a speed walker or kind of like a, I don't even think you're a speed walker. You're like a long distance walker. I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing. Can people compete in long distance walking? But Aaron is a guy that you could drop off at Cameron Park and he'll just walk around all day and he may go like 27 miles. Um, Aaron, what's the longest you've ever walked in one setting? Have you ever gone past 15 miles? No. Well, no. I mean, not not as an adult. I did in high school quite a few times. but Oh, as a runner? Yeah. As a, okay, okay. Aaron kind of tapping back into his No, I think uh, the, the longest, longest I ever walked was 12 miles. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. Because it I, was hot. I've walked around. Uh, by the way, you see Billy Ray walking around. I did. Uh, I, I, I like it when Billy says uh, "my fuels." I mean, it's one of my favorite things uh, in life to hear Billy the way he says it. When Aaron Billy has looked up some family Mosley history, and and Billy's uh, wife and her side of the family. I think we established one time we we may have some relatives in common, or we may be kin actually. And look at this. The early origins of the Mosley family. Oh, wow. Going all the way back to like, oh, I don't know, Worcestershire. Uh, a small village in Lancashire was called Mosley, M-O-W-S-L-E-Y, back in the day. So I really look forward to reading some of this because they misspelled it back then. But over the years, we were able to spell it correctly, which is M-O-S-L-E-Y. But uh, Billy's been, oh my gosh. I think somehow I'm kin to William Mosley, who at some point migrated from Australia to New Zealand, and then, I don't know, some of the Mosleys somehow ended up in Georgia. Right, Billy? Yeah, Billy. What are you wearing there, Billy? Why don't you have like a ESPN Central Texas uh, shirt on? He's got the Shooter FM, 92.9 Shooter FM, Billy Ray making his way uh, through the building and, uh, Billy, I wish I knew what you were doing up here, but you've been very busy today and, and seemingly hard at work. Are they, are they production? Do they pay for that? Don't answer. Don't answer that, Billy. Yeah, Billy Ray, uh, with a rare appearance on the Mosley Show, always fun to see him. I'll tell you, I love being in the building, Aaron, because I see Nash, I see Crow, uh, I see Debbie. You know, I see Tacker. It's a really, uh, it's a really fun place to to work and good people running around here. So that's been um, good. And of course, Leslie and Stephanie and the whole gang. Leslie did not seem that excited to see me today, Aaron. I don't know if I've haven't like been helping out enough in sales or what, but Leslie kind of gave me a oh hi Mosley. Uh, did not give me much, and that's okay. We can get past that. Um, what's going on in the world of sports today? Well, in addition to the Big 12 Media Days coming up tomorrow, um, Aaron, I, I continue to watch some of this NBA action, and it's called NBA Summer League, and you can watch. It's in Vegas, and boy, LeBron shows up, uh, Kyrie Irving, they all show up. This is like a big, big deal, and it's become bigger and bigger. It's, a, it's part of the huge NBA offseason. You have free agency. And then you have this NBA um, Summer League. And, Aaron, I, I, 
I got to say that Kevin Durant has been a big part of all this. Last night, what I wanted to watch, and I found this on ESP, the ESPN app, I wanted to watch the Mavericks and the Jazz play. Now, why would I want to do something like that? Well, because the Jazz have Jared Butler in his second year from Baylor on their team. And then the Mavs have this new guy, Aaron, you know his name, uh, Hardy is his last name. And he was the 37th pick overall, and we're wondering if he can at some point become a little bit like what Jalen Brunson was. I think it's a stretch. I think it's going to take him a while, if ever. And I think the odds are long, okay, with that. But, but, but it's fun to watch all these players and to kind of project what they might be. Aaron, and I got to say, I mean, because I, I say all the great Baylor stuff, I got to say some of the negative as well. Jared Butler last night, I'm bragging to my buddies because all I had seen is that he'd had like nine assists. And then I look and see that he finished with 10 assists. So I'm bragging to some of my buddies like, hey, hey, Jared Butler had uh, 10 assists tonight. Aaron, did you happen to see what he shot from the field last night for the Utah Jazz? I did not. Jared Butler went three for 22. That's rough. Not a good night. No. You miss 19 shots. You're, you know, that's not good. That's not good. And I, some of these Mavericks players that I'm trying to study now, I, I wish I could even remember some of them. I mean, these were, these were interesting players that I had really no experience with, and yet some of them played really, really well. So I am anxious to kind of see how that all unfolds. But Jared Butler – Rough night in the uh, summer league. Let's hope he bounces back. And, and the other thing I felt bad for him, Aaron, the new coach of the Jazz, who will be his coach, Will Hardy was spotted in the stands watching. And then as that game was coming to completion, was seen leaving the building. They showed him leaving. Aaron, I, a lot of times I'm in the home studio. It's really nice to watch you. I never knew you did so much during the show. I mean, you're you're over there on a monitor. You're doing a bunch of stuff. You're texting people. I mean, can you shed any light on like what it is you're up to? Are you are you just kind of seeing what the breaking news is out there? What are you monitoring over there? That's part of it. Okay, you know, checking ESPN and a couple of other sites to make sure nothing is breaking that we don't have. All right, uh, making sure that. Everything is ready to post the interviews that we oh, have wow. today right after they're finished. And, uh, it's, you know, just a couple other things, making sure we're recording. <laughs> that way we can post everything. Okay, things Aaron, like I, like, I like all that. I like kind of taking people behind the scenes. This may be a new segment. What is Aaron Sexton doing? Like, what is he up to during the show? And so it's, it's kind of nice to see. And Aaron, um... Earlier today, I did notice that Alabama coach Nick Saban had some comments. And you may have some of this in Campus Confidential today. That's at 440. Now, he was on a podcast called Always College Football. Don't really know much about this podcast. But he was talking about the newest, these two schools, USC, UCLA, going into the Big Ten. And he was asked, I, I guess he talked about the Oklahoma-Nebraska series, which was discontinued when the Cornhuskers left the Big 12. 
Aaron, that, that was a long time ago, okay? I don't know why we're talking about all that, but whatever. He said, quote, but I think we're going to deal with it in a greater capacity than ever before because I think mega conferences are probably here to stay. Market share, there's a lot of that involved in why we're doing what we're doing. Oh, man. I, well, you know, if there's one thing that Nick Saban is concerned with, it's parody in college football. <laughs> he does seem to talk about it a he lot. Does. Yeah. And, and there's absolute, well, there's, I mean, he. He lamented he, at the erosion, Aaron, of the, quote, competitive balance. How did that happen? Well, it's because Alabama became a superpower exactly, under Nick Saban. That's exactly right. Okay. And how the gap between the haves and have-nots is widening. Saban added, and we're one of the haves. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for <laughs> reminding us. You know who else is one of the, the haves? The Baylor Bears right here in Waco, Texas. I mean, you you know, we, we, we wonder sometimes, oh, Baylor, where are they? Haves, have-nots. I mean, maybe, you know, don't have the money that some of these other teams have or conferences. Yet the Bears won 12 games and just won the Sugar Bowl. So if you're doing the haves and have-nots right now in college football, I'm sorry, I put the Bears on the halves. All right, we got something really cool coming up. One of our local friends and a legendary restaurant owner just went in to the Restaurant Hall of Fame. Our good buddy, Sammy Citrano, joins the Matt Mosley Show next. Recently on Game Time, we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. That's what's really unfortunate for him about this, that they had somebody like Caleb Williams waiting in the wings as somebody who's won a Big 12 championship to hear people chant, we want Caleb from the crowd. You know, a freshman quarterback who hasn't really done anything at that point. I understand the frustration, but at the same time, that's kind of part of being a college football player. That's part of playing at a program like Oklahoma. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded you wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Rangers held off Oakland's late rally for a 10-8 win in game one of that series in Arlington. Game two tonight, you can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. 41 athletes from McLennan Community College have been named to the NJCAA All-Academic Team. 18 of those athletes had a 4.0 grade point average, earning them first-team honors. As the pro golf world gets ready for the British Open, the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's treatment of players who participate in the LIV series. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice has become a part owner of the Denver Broncos. And for the third time, Tony Romo has won the Celebrity Golf Tournament at South Lake Tahoe. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. What a treat we have coming up for you. Uh, big day today, uh, 520. We are going to go to over to St. Andrews, and we have a member of the uh, media from the Golf Channel who's over there right now getting ready for the, uh, the old course. And uh, so much fun going on right now. Uh, with uh, golf and everything, Tigers over there. I think that's very exciting. And uh, we're about to have one of my favorite restaurant owners in the country. And uh, he's going to be on with us. And we just had a uh, just a tremendous uh, uh, honor that went his direction. And uh, so we are now joined by none other then Sammy Citrano, my longtime friend, and uh, Sammy, um, you have put your head down and had this long, unbelievable career in restaurants and bars, and and never really, you know, asked for any recognition. But it came your direction, and now you take your rightful place in the Texas Restaurant Association's Hall of Honor. Sammy, congratulations, and uh, we Thanks. are we are Thanks. very proud of you. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I got you. Yes, well, thank you very much, Matt. Thanks for the call. Uh, don't be mad, but I'm sitting in 85-degree weather on the beach in Destin, Florida. I know y'all are, it's 109 back there, huh? 
Yeah, we're we're struggling back here, and uh, Waco did <laughs> Waco did set a record. I think they got to. Uh, I think Waco got to 106 yesterday, and maybe yeah, one of, a couple of my friends commented it's just horrible. And there's no relief in sight, so we'll be oh. coming home soon. We were just right uh, down the street from you at Seaside, and in fact, oh, yeah. I've seen your son Kyle there in the past coming out of some of the various pro shops. The man loves uh, to play golf as well as I do. Although, I, I think once you start having the kiddos, it it can eat into your golf game a little bit, Sammy, as you found out uh, many, many years ago. But I got to oh, yeah. ask I, I got to ask you, this, um, this honor, this happened over the weekend in Dallas, and how long did you know this was coming? Like, how, how big a surprise – was this and and when were you tipped off that this was going to happen? Well, I, you know, I had no idea, and then I got a phone call from the uh, president of the Texas Restaurant Association one day when I was in Home Depot to call me and tell me that I had been selected. Me and one other lady, Lisa Perini from Buffalo Grant and Tom Perini Steakhouse, that we were both being inducted into the Texas Restaurant Hall of Honor, and just was just blew me away, and then. Uh, then the president, uh, Emily Knight, uh, just an awesome lady, called me and sent me a link of all the previous recipients. And uh, when I looked at that, Matt, it's just a who's who, a restaurateur. So it was just really a, an unbelievable night. Uh, so we went Sunday night at Gillies, and they had a great presentation, supplying different food, and just a special night for a lot of restaurateurs. It was very emotional for me and my family. I was so proud of being honored and receiving this and this uh, a special, special night and just kind of capulated a, you know, 45 year career serving people. And that's what we do. And I've enjoyed it. It's never been really work to me. And, uh, you know, a relationship with Baylor and getting to know those guys and coach Taft and Mike Sims back in the seventies when I was in Huntsville, Texas, and be able to follow that through in Waco all these years has just been a blessing. And I'm proud of Kyle and our team, Chris and Wade and, and my nephew, Kevin, for continuing what they're doing. And uh, Georgia's will be around for many years to come. It's a very famous place, and it's a lot of it. I know Waco's become known for different things, but Georgia's is still what a lot of people think of first when they think about Waco. Take us back, Sammy, to your first job in the restaurant business. Uh, Kyle and I were talking earlier, and, and I know uh, you being in Huntsville, Sam Houston State, attending there. What was your – what was your first um, very first job? Yeah, first job was I was 15 years old in Beaumont at a as a fry cook, and then uh, in college at high school, a place called Carlos, and then I moved to Huntsville. And uh, Huntsville, when I went to Sam Houston State in '76, I started with a bunch of Italian guys that uh, Damian Mandola, Charles Petronella, which turned out to be Div, turned out to be Johnny Carabas, and we all went to school in Huntsville. <laughs> And didn't even have an uh, didn't even have an exhaust fan in our in the kitchen the first year that was in '76 and seven. And then I worked for David Tinsley at Steak and Spirits, and that's where I uh, grew a company. When I was uh, in my mid to 26, I was the president of a company with six restaurants in Tyler, Huntsville, College Station, and I had the opportunity to move to Waco in '86 uh, to be the managing partner of the Elite Cafe and Health Camp, and uh, been there for now close to 38 years. You know, Elite Cafe and Health Camp have both been featured prominently over the years in national magazines. I when you yeah. when you got to Waco and you encountered those places, 
when you said 1986. Now, I remember being a— 1986, Georgia's was—I mean, the elite was pretty much closed down, and so we did a big remodeling job, and it became the place between Austin and Dallas for several, several years. And then I left and had an opportunity to purchase Georgia's all by myself in 1993. And it was just that little bar part, and I remember quite distinctly I took the money out of the jukebox. That was how I started the business, and then <laughs> a little bit about time, we just kept cleaning it up and adding a little bit better chicken fried steak, you know, was, and uh, just kind of adding on. And then, and then uh, uh, you know, the, recently Chris Katie, my general manager there, is just unbelievable job he's done and getting it ready for the future. And and then Kyle and Kevin, my nephew, George's too. That's twelve years ago we built that one, and. Uh, just seems like it was yesterday, and uh, just just an unbelievable uh, opportunity, and to coach people. You know, I was taught by a guy named Daryl Harrison, junior high. I was a center, and uh, all through high school, early in college at Ranger Junior College one year, and I was a center. So the center, you know, everybody's position. And every morning, going to George's, uh, it was like coaching my staff to be the best they could be to feed our customers that came in day in and day out. And that's what that's what it's meant to me. It's never was work. It's been a lot of fun. Met a lot of famous people in my life. It's unbelievable the uh, opportunities we've had. And it's just, just kind of working and uh, enjoying it. Now, do you remember Sammy Citrano joining us, honored in this uh, Hall of Honor? Uh, the Restaurant Association came up with that. The first time George's ended up in a song – now, the one that comes to mind is Pat Green. Now, yeah, was that? It this day. Yeah, he still was at uh, Billy Bob's just recently, and I uh, got to go backstage with Pat, and then when he came out and honored Delana and I, and uh, every time he starts out, it's in his, in his songs. I mean, George's Bar was about, I think, 95, and it's still a favorite. When uh, He opened up Live Stadium with, with Troy Aikman with George's Bar. Can you believe that? That's pretty cool. It never gets old, I promise you. It never gets old. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what was your first thing when you encountered George's? You knew it was very famous, had a lot of history tied to it. People came back to Baylor and they wanted to go there. But obviously, you had an interesting thing to do because you had to take what it was known for, which is being an old dive bar. Yeah. But you had to kind of update it while trying to keep its soul, well, so to speak. The first thing I did was uh, <clears throat> I, I put a table of knowledge up, a sign that said table of knowledge. That's where all the old timers, I do want to let them know I want your knowledge and your history, but this is going to be a long term deal. And I'm an Italian, and my mama taught me to be clean, and we're going to clean this place up. A little bit at a time, and uh, with the help of my friend Jim Haller, you know, we just got the word out there and just. Uh, uh, people started coming and just uh, kept coming, and you know they really uh, they liked what we did, and we didn't do anything drastic. I mean, early on we did. Now recently, we've got the nicest bathrooms in Waco, I think, because that was something I was always embarrassed of. You know, back in the day, the women they just sat next to each other; there was no divider. <laughs> That's how George's <laughs> rolled back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, part of the allure, uh, people loved the the waitresses there. Oh, yeah. uh, had Lucille, been there. Lucille that came up with Big O, you know, something <laughs> like that. With, uh, Wanda and Paula and Betsy, and I mean, they were there was a, it was a character. It was a my wife went there every Friday night to have a cold beer while I was working at the Elite, 
And I said, I'll never go to that place. I'm not going to go. Then we bought it. And it's been the best <laughs> thing we ever did. <laughs> now, what have people tried to rip off the big O? Now, obviously, other people do use schooners for cold yeah. beers. Yet, well, what's... early on, I had a great friend and a uh, deceased now, Hank Fielder, uh, told me, Sammy, you need, to, you need to trademark that name. And we trademarked the big O in the state of Texas. Uh, so we've had a couple people on the board, a couple other restaurants that tried to do it. We just sent them a friendly little reminder that says, hey, it's trademarked, and you know we don't want to have to do anything further, and everybody's respected that so far. All right. Is the chicken fried steak, is, is that remain sort of the number one staple, or have the burgers surpassed that? And I would say chicken fried steak. Okay, yeah, chicken, chicken steak. We've got two kinds. We've got our regular one that's uh, that's been the award winner for the last twenty years. That, and then we have uh, now we have come up with the Agusha chicken fried steak, and uh, it's just it's just amazing, and it's just uh, really uh, uh, it's just I've come it's come a long way from the old chicken fried steak back in the day. But you know what? It feels good with those homemade rolls, same old gravy. They come for the crazy wings. And I hang around for the big O's, and that's what I loved about Georgia. You could have a, a Baylor student, a plumber, a doctor, a, a mom and a dad, and everybody got along at Georgia's, and that's what the world needs. Well, and over the years, as you mentioned, the, the Baylor coaches have loved Georgia's. Some of them know to kind of hide what they're drinking, uh, you know, uh, as a good Baptist or, or want to do. Um, which of the coaches? I've got some great stories. I can't tell all that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm sworn to secrecy, but I tell you one thing: we enjoy feeding the Baylor team. In fact, uh, we just got a message today: we're feeding the football team. I think the next couple weekends, and uh, you know, Rayford Evans, who's been with me over 30 years, he just got a national championship ring from Kim Mulkey and from Scott Drew. He does all the meals for the basketball teams, and uh, those are. Tr- I'm so excited about Mitch. Thompson coming, come back to Baylor. Just excited about those things and all the great times and stories we've had together. And that's been it, made it fun. I mean, learning, knowing about Robert Griffin when he's a freshman year and, and then Mark Browse making me part of the team and let me travel with the team. And I've got to go to Michigan, Notre Dame, A&M, just all kind of places uh, with the team. And uh, just had a, a, a great career doing that. And, uh, you know, we had the Georgia's parties on for 25 years. We've lost that. And uh, that was some great times and some uh, great stories we've had there. And, and uh, you know, just being part of the Waco Baylor community, like you said, people think of Waco, they think of Georgia's, and that's what we want. Chip and Joanna have done an unbelievable job in helping us keep that out there and bringing people to our city for that. And now that the freeway is almost completed, we're looking for better things ahead. All right. I think we need to do uh, more Matt Mosley shows at George's, okay? So let's let's kind of get that kind of on our list of to-do things because I, I love both of yours. Now, Kyle's a longtime buddy, so I do like that location out there. So I, oh, yeah. I can see some Fridays before uh, football games that happening, so let's keep that in mind. But, Sammy, we, uh, we're very excited for you, and uh, uh, it's a well-earned uh, honor, and it's a great place to watch games. And, by the way, how long – when did George's – start doing breakfast. Like, I don't even remember that when I was oh, in yeah. school. But but you guys now have a, a tremendous breakfast, don't you? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, we've had breakfast ever since I bought breakfast. We started 630 in the morning. Wow. And uh, there's some 
really funny stories back in the day about, you know, adding a burrito to the menu and different things that we did in <laughs> the big old burrito. And, uh, you know, long time cooks not want to do certain things. And, uh, but man, we've got a great breakfast and, uh, Kyle and Kevin at George's too. They have a tremendous breakfast crowd over there also. And, uh, you know, just a great, uh, we're closed on Sundays. That's probably the best thing I've ever done in my life. And, uh, my wife, Melinda, who, uh, uh, we've been married for 40 years. She's been along with me all the way through all this. And that's our day to enjoy each other and our time and our family. All right, you can imagine my my old buddy and your friend Randy Galloway. I, we have was, yeah. we have yeah. come through town a few times on Sundays, and Randy, we, right. we couldn't quite get it through Randy's mind. He he cannot yeah. understand a bar ever shutting down, even on the Sabbath. Yeah. But uh, uh, but we had Ra- a great time with Randy and John McClain. We did the catering for their induction into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame media deal, and I got to visit with both of them, and, and Kyle even delivered food. Randy wanted to come to Georgia's really bad after the event, and, and then they went back to their hotel, and about 11 or 12 o'clock at night, Kyle delivered him some late-night food, so he had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if y'all can deliver Miller Lights, but that would have been yeah. what he was most interested in. Uh, uh, I'm sure he got hooked up. Yeah, quite honestly. So. Yeah. Uh, well, Sammy, uh, very exciting stuff, and uh, we, uh, we're, very, we're excited for you and can't wait to – can't wait to see you soon. I may, I'll probably uh, come through this very evening and load up on uh, something on my way out of town. Maybe a chicken fried steak. People have loved it for years because you get to, you get like two of them. I mean, it's a, it's an unbelievable order, unbelievable value. So we, uh, we appreciate you and look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for taking the time to call me and thank all the people in Central Texas for listening thanks for all your support for george's and for our family and sick of bears there he goes uh sammy citrano in fact i'm going to the old world i'm going to sammy's area he said he was italian i'll be headed to italy tomorrow i'll have to find out from sammy where the citrano family is actually from in italy i may stop by and see uh where they invented uh, chicken fried steaks now i think they were into some other things back in the day, but uh, great to visit with Sammy and, and excited for him. And uh, shout out to Kyle as well out there at George's too. Uh, it has really out in Hewitt. That's become a, a great place as well. All right. We got campus confidential. We're going to check in. We still have Aaron's been very upset about some certain transfers. We'll tap into some of that. We got a lot of stuff to, to bring you up to date on. That's all next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. 
Clay Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our their new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Rangers held off Oakland's late rally for a 10-8 win in game one of that series in Arlington. Game two tonight, you can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. 41 athletes from McLennan Community College have been named to the NJCAA All-Academic Team. 18 of those athletes had a 4.0 grade point average, earning them first-team honors. As the pro golf world gets ready for the British Open, the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's treatment of players who participate in the LIV series. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice has become a part owner of the Denver Broncos, and for the third time, Tony Romo has won the Celebrity Golf Tournament at South Lake Tahoe. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right. It is Campus Confidential. I want to remind you, at uh, 520 today, we will go to the old course in St. Andrews. We've got a lot of golf fans out there that uh, love the, the British Open, love golf in general, especially the uh, last major of the season. Used to be... Uh, that the uh, PGA Championship would have still been after this, but they've changed up the order. And so we will go back to the birthplace of golf, the old course, and we'll check in with a uh, really uh, great member of the Golf Channel family, Damon Hack. Not a great name for a, a golf commentator. Hack, I would say, but, uh, but a great guy. We'll do that at 520. It's time to turn things back over, though, uh, to Aaron Sexton, Aaron, what do you have on the agenda today? Well, we've been starting the last couple of weeks with realignment news, but really nothing happening in that area the last 24 hours besides the SEC saying that they're done expanding, which I think you and I both believe to about the same extent, and the Big Ten basically saying the same thing, that they're done expanding. Of course, that would change if uh, Notre Dame decided they wanted to join a conference, but it looks like if there's going to be any expansion news, it's going to be involving the Big 12 and the Pac-12 for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I. it'll be interesting. This is, I think everybody thought there would be massive aftershocks in all this. There seems to be much like what happened with the Big 12. Uh, some of these conferences are trying to uh, pledge their faith to each other, decide how much they want to uh, stay and how much they want to hang in there. And we'll see. We'll see where the Big 12 ends up in all this. What, what's fascinating is the Big 12 media days will start tomorrow, and so we'll have a chance to kind of see everybody and see who's involved. And uh, I've, in fact, Aaron, as we were just talking uh, at the break, I was in touch with the the, the people that are in charge of the Big 12 today, whatever, the channel on XM, and they're all in place, ready to go tomorrow. And I think everybody's kind of waiting to see what that's going to look like, what the new commissioner will sound like, how candid will he be, what can he say, and then also after he speaks and meets the media for the first time, we are going to hear from none other than President Livingstone. The Baylor president, who comes on with us quite a bit, will uh, be participating. So, Aaron, I kind of changed my schedule, and I will be in position to say hello to everybody in the morning. I want to see the new commissioner, and then I'll be leaving the country. I, okay, I'll be, I'll be, you're, yeah. You're just getting out of there before Bowlesby spots you. Well, Bob and I have a complicated relationship, but um, Bob... As has been written, Bob, apparently the Big 12 is getting two commissioners for the price of one. Bob is still consulting. So that that excites me that Bob, on some level, is still involved and is helping. The only thing I would say that might help, okay, I would just say, Bob, move on about your business. I would, I would say your mark, not really knowing the lay of the land, and then this immediately happening – and then trying to figure out kind of like who's connected to who, it would help to have some institutional knowledge in place. And Bob was 
a a a uh, uh, AD in both the Big Ten in Iowa, where he went to school, and then also at Stanford in the Pac-12. So Bob does have some interesting uh, ties to some of these universities. Texas Tech plans to invest $200 million in a project designed to improve the university's football facilities, the school announced. The renovation scheduled to get underway in late November will include the construction of a four-story south end zone building that will enclose Jones AT&T Stadium and also connect to the expanded Dustin R. Womble Football Center. Texas Tech said the project will result in the largest contiguous football complex in the country. Now, the whole $200 million hasn't been raised yet, but the project expects to break ground immediately after the regular season home finale this year against Oklahoma on November 26th. I like it. Congrats to the Red Raiders. Aaron, I looked at some of the renderings of this. I don't know what contiguous. I'm trying to think exactly <laughs> what even that means, but I think I've got it. I, I think that... Um, it's very impressive looking. It reminds me of something I've seen up close, Aaron, and that is Oklahoma State and what T. Boone Pickens did there. And, of course, it's named after T. Boone Pickens. I think it'll look a little bit like this. Now, as one of my snarky buddies texted me, is any of Tech's $200 million investment into football facilities moving them closer than a 10-hour round trip from DFW or a 16-hour round trip from Houston. No, it's okay, though. It's Lubbock, and I like it. I like the unique nature of where they are and, and what it means to West Texas. So I, boy, I tell you, and I know how to get under people's skin, Aaron. Probably done it to you a few times. But I... I brought that up with a former head football coach at Tech. Basically, something about how hard it was to get people to come out to Lubbock. And, boy, he bristled. Matt Wells, who married one of my Baylor, old Baylor buddies, a good friend of my wife and, my, and mine. And didn't work out for Matt. It just, for whatever reason, he's moved on about his business. Now, where did he end up? Aaron, do you know? The answer to that is... Former Texas Tech head football coach Matt Wells is now an analyst at Oklahoma. He'll be soon joining the SEC if he hangs in there uh, with OU. But uh, I, I I just have to congratulate the uh, the Red Raiders. It's you gotta you gotta keep up, you gotta spend, and quite honestly, in this crazy era that we're in, Aaron. You got to look appealing to whoever else might bring you in. Not even just the Big Twelve. You got to you got to try to look pretty for the SEC, the Big Ten, possibly the Pac-12. We hope that Tech will stay right here with the Baylor Bears and TCU and Oklahoma State, and that we can all be one big family and Houston. But we know that now that we we live in a every man for himself or every woman for herself. We live in that kind of society. The, the thought of these, of these programs acting in a collective uh, uh, interest of each other is gone. That, has, that, that horse has left the barn. And now it's, uh, it's sort of, uh, unfortunately, um, a, 
a, a sort of mercenaries exist, and you go to the highest bidder. And right now, it's most convenient for Baylor to be in the Big 12. If tomorrow Baylor was given a huge amount of money to go to the SEC or the Big 10, Aaron, guess where, where the Bears would be? Big 10. One of those places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I think um, I'd kind of like to try, if I was going to make my pick between those two, <sighs> might pick the Big 10. I, because I think we fit best academically with the Big Ten, because that's really all I care about. That's all they care about, too, Academic. if you listen to them. SMU, by the way, is trying to get into one of these conferences, and God love them. I hope they do. But I love SMU. They're playing up top 70 U.S. News and World Reports College, Research One, R1 status. Aaron, guess who else had recent Research One status? That would be Baylor University. I like what what I like to do is all my Texas friends and all my Aggies who when we all went to school it was not hard to get into any of these schools okay if you if you if you could complete your SAT and turn it in you could get into one of these schools but all my buddies now including my Baylor brethren we act like oh my gosh it was so hard to get in it's not true it's not true but that's okay that's okay I'm glad and I take great pride in Baylor continuing to become, and I think now when you bring up Baylor, um, it's kind of right up there in that, uh, I, I, is it at Rice level? Probably not, but not far behind when, he, when you talk about academics. Uh, Baylor's sort of in those kind of conversations. Texas women's basketball picked up a huge transfer today, Shaley Gonzalez. The two-time West Coast Conference Player of the Year while at BYU announced that she's transferring to Texas. The 5'10 guard averaged 18.3 points, 5.9 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and 2.3 steals per game. She was a second-team All-American, by, according to The Athletic, and an honorable mention All-American by the AP. She is, if not the biggest transfer of the offseason, one of the th- probably three biggest transfers. You could argue that that Angel Reese, who transferred from Maryland to LSU to play for Coach Kim or Asia Blackwell, who actually who transferred from Missouri to Baylor to play for Coach Nikki Collin, were as big. It's close, but, I mean, she's definitely one of the biggest transfers in women's basketball this year and makes a good Texas team a lot better. Now, i got to say, I'm kind of impressed with how – the visceral reaction that you had to this. I mean, the language was a little strong uh, via text, but Aaron was not totally pleased at this signing, and, uh, and partially because University of Texas becomes better. Now, I don't know if they're better than Baylor. I don't know who's going to be the best in the conference. I love the fact that uh, our, our friend that we had on recently, uh, Aaron, uh, Danny Davis, was making some kind of big deal. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh, Texas could fill the whole team of starters via transfer. Well, that's like half the country, okay? Baylor could do the same thing. I mean, Baylor's brought in all these transfers. They could probably start. I mean, who's the only returning starter Baylor's going to have? It's their, it's their, you know, the longtime uh, uh, guard slash forward 
that they've had. I mean, they only really have one kind of who I would say is a uh, a definite starter returning. They're going to be mixing in all kinds of folks. So I um, I think they'll be I think they'll be okay. But let's not act like the University of Texas has reinvented the wheel. Oh my gosh, they've got so many transfers. Baylor went out and got Kentucky, Maryland, you name it. Whoever, I mean, they're all out there. And, and some of them are kind of interesting in, in what they've been involved with. But uh, the Bears have plenty of transfers. There's, there's not a team in the country that improved their team as much or more through the transfer portal than Baylor did in the offseason. Speaking of transfers, the Oklahoma softball team, well, they're going to have some losses, including the National Player of the Year, but they are going to have some help in replacing her. We will get to that story in a minute because apparently I accidentally closed it, which is another reason why I usually print these off, but someone advised me to start keeping them on my phone. I don't know who did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Blame me for your errors. I got you. Former Alabama. You could do what I do and actually write these things down right here on your <laughs> legal pad, but that's okay. I mean, sometimes phones do shut down on you. Now, I would say earlier, uh, Caitlin Bickle is the one player from the from the Bears that I would say is uh, is a returning starter that could be a big-time player in the Big 12. But, I mean, who they're bringing in, it's really good. And, Aaron, back to your point, I, I don't think you're a huge Vic Schaefer fan, I'm the not. University of Texas head coach, kind of a red-faced, angry man. Mm. <laughs> I, I looked at his staff. Three, the top three members of his staff left. They transferred right out of the University <laughs> of Texas, even though they're getting this beautiful new M- Moody complex. And won the conference tournament. It's not, and, and had a pretty good run in the NCAA tournament. I think they made the Sweet 16. So it's not like they didn't have success last year. I can imagine, and I'm not saying this is the reason, but I can imagine that he would be a very demanding boss. Is that a kind of a diplomatic way to put it? Yeah, I think I think he can. And there be, are very um, there are a lot of other ways I could put yeah. it. Yeah, no, I think he could probably be kind of a jerk, but yeah. you know he he and that uh, was it the Texas Tech coach uh, Gerlich or or something. I mean they mm-hmm. were they were they were getting real mad at each other about one of them. He didn't like how they treated his table, uh, the people at the scorers table. I guess that that group kind of works for. The home team, and boy, he did not like the way they were treated. I do think we have some good beef in the in the um, in women's uh, uh, Big Twelve. I mean, in terms of uh, some of these relationships are a little tricky. The OU coach uh, mouthed off to some of the Baylor players in the conference tournament, and Nikki Collin got after them in a big way. Vic Schaefer. And the coach for uh, Texas Tech. There's some kind of nice little uh, sni- sniping that's been going on between some of these coaches. So it'll be interesting to see how all this uh, plays out. In fact, tomorrow, the new commissioner, Brett Yarmark, and just say, uh, Brett, what do you think about the women's basketball here in this conference? What are your thoughts on uh, the rivalry between the Bears and the Longhorns? Aaron uh, has completed his Campus Confidential. Good stuff. I want to remind you at 520 today, 
We're going to go to the old course. If you're a, a fan of golf, you'll love this. Uh, some man that's interviewed Tiger in the last 24 hours. Everybody, Rory McIlroy, will go uh, to the old course for an exclusive interview with Damon Hack, a member of the Golf Channel team, and we'll do that at 5.20. But next, got some Baylor nuggets for you, uh, some NBA things I want to share with you, and, and some good Mavericks news that I think you'll like. Uh, that's all next. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm here too. He is. I'm Jimmy. I need to say hi to somebody at the City of Waco Permits Department, Heather Hewish. Okay, Heather Hewish. Thank you for saving my backside. Okay, that's a little outside of our uh, commercial goals here, but we will tell you that I told her I'd say hi, and she said I better not. You can call them downtown if you need permits. They're good people. They are, and we're good people at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254- They should cut me a break. 235 in the city. Or fixitjimmy.com. That's me. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Okay. So what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
the source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Here's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show. Right here on ESPN Central Texas, some uh, uh, open golf. British Open is what we called it for years. Now they just simply call it the Open. And it is uh, one of the great places. I've, I've had the pleasure, Aaron, of, of Aaron Sexton with us as always, the, the fine producer of this program. Uh, it is uh, it's an amazing place to visit. Uh, for the longest time, they would go back there every five years. And Tiger, being what he is, 46 or 47 years old now, uh, I, he doesn't know if this could be his last time to play really competitively at uh, St. Andrews. Nobody knows how competitive he'll be. I had the pleasure of being over there uh, as an undergrad at Baylor in 1995 and got to see John Daly win it. And then in 2000, uh, was back over there, and I believe that was when Tiger won that year and uh, some amazing times. And Aaron, you'll like this story. In 1995, um, I stayed over to watch. Everybody had to go back to school. I think I was like on a pass-fail type thing. And uh, I, I did not go back. I did not rush back. Everybody else went back the Saturday after that round. I wanted to see the final round. I stayed there by myself, and on uh, Sunday, as uh, on the on the St. Andrews, it, it's it's it looks a little like what what it is. Sheep are allowed to be out there. Goats. You hear people talk about goat ranches when they talk about golf courses. This is like that, and so there are places on the course where you can literally all the fans cross over the fairway after the players or maybe before they arrive. At one point on that Sunday, uh, I, um, I did not uh, make it across the course quite in time. And so, Aaron, thus began my, uh, my journalism career. And I blended into a crowd that included uh, John Daly and I believe in his group. And, of course, he ends up in a playoff. But... I was with Ernie Els was in there as well, and much like like Forrest Gump or something, Aaron, uh, I was spotted, and this is documented on on uh, BBC television. Uh, my parents uh, have seen this back in the day. The crossing on eighteen, it's called Swilkin Burn, and there I was, only steps behind John Daly walking up 18, and um, some good moments. I, I was there uh, throughout quite a bit of that, and in fact, even during the playoff, which was a four-hole playoff, I kind of blended in and was there. I believe we were already on John Daly's third wife, even though he was still pay- maybe in his 20s. John was living a hard life off the course, and so there I was standing 
on the back of one of those greens when he made a putt. And Aaron, at one point, someone, what you would call, not really Scotland Yard, I guess he could have called it that, but a, a British-type Bobby with the hat and everything, uh, walked up to me as I was still out there on the course with some of the players and, and, and asked me who I was. And I gave some answer that I was with the Baylor Lariat. <laughs> that didn't really go too far. I don't think they were familiar with that publication. And I was given, I think, the opportunity uh, either to get the heck off that course or be arrested. Of course, I scampered off. But um, I did spend um, a, a good part of that tournament out there on the course, at the old course, in St. Andrews, with the players. And I remember thinking, while this is great and while this is fun, my buddies will never believe this. And so on the way back, on a Monday afterwards, uh, Aaron, I, did, I was able to collect like the Scottish newspaper. I don't exactly know what it was called. And sure enough, it was sort of proof that I had pulled this off because there behind John Daly, as he celebrated, was a young Matt Mosley in his green rain jacket. I can almost remember what I was wearing. I think I had, it was a little chilly. I had khakis on, tennis shoes, a green uh, um, kind of a... um, what do you call that? Water slicker, whatever, um, uh, wind, wind jacket. Uh, and, and, and there I was on the course, and you could see me behind John Daly. So it was a very uh, sort of amazing time. But I went back with my father in 2005, and we went up and down the countryside in Scotland, and we stayed in places like Picklockry. Uh, we stayed in Edinburgh. And we stayed with people, Aaron, that looked much in those sorts of old school towns in Scotland and old Scrabble, especially Edinburgh, which had some industry there. People would like stay in the houses where their parents were born and they were still in them a generation or two later. And so we stayed, I believe the man's name was Alex Penman. It was the Penman family. And Aaron... I promise you, Mrs. Penman had hair just like the church lady on Saturday Night Live. It, this was a this was this was exactly what the church lady would have looked like, and that's who we stayed with. And interestingly, Aaron, uh, at that house in Edinburgh with the Penmans, uh, guess who had stayed with them only a few years before? A man who went on to win, I believe, two majors. But for sure, I, I, I think won the uh, the British Open maybe twice. It was a young Pedrick Harrington stayed with that same family, and then he went on. Now, at some point, Aaron, we were tasked with uh, taking the Penman's daughter to the tournament with us. We did not know this would be part of the deal. And as only my dad and I could do, we lost her at the British Open, okay, in St. Andrews, about 45 minutes away from uh, – Edinburgh, where we were staying, and so, and I say I keep saying Edinburgh, Aaron. Now that I've now that I'm telling the story, it was actually Carnoustie where the Penmans lived, which is also another place where the uh, where the Open is sometimes played. In fact, when we went out to check the course out in Carnoustie, 
Guess who was coming off the green? Dan Quell. Remember him? Yep. Former vice president, yeah. Former vice president of the United States. Happened to be over there playing Carnoustie while we were sitting out on the back there watching it. At night, we would come back in from playing golf at, at some of these places, and we would see uh, what they called either bocce ball or lawn bowling or something like that. All these little communities in Scotland would have little clubs where the men and women would show up and they would play either, I don't know if it's bocce ball or lawn bowling or something like that. And then one of the courses we played actually had um, actually had the, uh, the, the ancient ruins. And, and they just sat there, and, and it was like in the middle of the course. And this was a shocking place because it was, a, it was one of the only times I've ever seen this. Over the years, in these various places, there are men's only clubs. You've you've heard about that. Augusta, famously national, was known for that for many years. This was a women's only club. No wow. men allowed. So we couldn't go in the pro shop, but you could play the course. Hmm. And so we played out there on some ancient ruins. Aaron, I'm glad I got your attention. I, I don't know if I could do this with you every day as much as you do <laughs> during the show. I have to have like a very I, I'm glad to know now when I'm not with you, like that you're you're doing something, you're scurrying around. I'm very easily distracted. All right, we do have uh at five we will go to the old course and let you hear uh from none other than Damon Hack from the Golf Channel. He does a tremendous job. Uh he'll use a lot of SAT words, but you'll love him and uh he and in the past just 48 hours, he's talked to Lee Trevino, um, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Colin Morikawa, and what's been fascinating about this particular British Open is that Tiger, you know, he had to, uh, in, in one of the, the previous, I'm trying to think now, Aaron, he played he played in, did he not play in the Masters this year? I guess he didn't. I think he played in the PGA Championship in Tulsa, and he just couldn't make it. His body did not hold up, and he had to uh, withdraw from the tournament. And you thought we would never maybe see him in a major again. Who knows how long it would be. And yet he's worked his way back, and he wanted to play in this Open, which is at the birthplace of golf in St. Andrews. He said this week it's the most important, it's his favorite golf uh, course in the world. And I find it interesting, Aaron, I I think we used to think of Tiger as almost kind of a Darth Vader-like character. He was there to terminate the field. He was there to win at all costs, not make eye contact with anybody. And so it's been refreshing to see a a different kind of Tiger. I, I saw him the other day walking up the 17th hole, with Rory McIlroy, and Rory McIlroy's little girl, her name is Poppy, was um, was up in the uh, stands, and both of them stopped and were waving at this little girl. Tiger has relaxed, and he seems to be enjoying himself, and he seems to embra- embraced being an ambassador of the game, and, and being he knows how great he was, and he knows he may never win again. But he knows he's important to people, 
And and I, I just I feel like he is in a very, very good space. And I know people listening might say, oh, he made those mistakes. He didn't treat his wife properly. And by the way, all those things are true. But um, I, I don't know. I just have a hard time holding that stuff against uh, at least him because I know what role, and I hate it for his family and I hate all that, but I, I, don't, I don't find myself getting into other people's affairs and all that stuff. I, I think his stature in golf is to, it's such an enormously high level that it's kind of nice to be able to celebrate him and not think about all that stuff. Now, is it part of him? It is. Does he seem like he's at a more peaceful, lighter place? I think he is. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, and we will go over to the old course in St. Andrews and talk to a, uh, a member of the Golf Channel. We'll do it next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas weather forecast. Clear skies tonight with a low of only around 80 the rest of the week. Sunny and hot, excessive heat warning with highs near 108. Currently, it's 106 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. As we welcome in our next guest, Baylor's associate head coach, Alvin Brooks III from Baylor Men's Basketball joins us. You know, obviously we've been blessed with, you know, great players in the past that put us in position to win a lot of games. and. Due to the success of the program, we were actually representing the United States, and Toronto, Canada is the place that we'll be now. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series Compact Tractors, part of our under 100-horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. 
come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying, I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Rangers held off Oakland's late rally for a 10 8 win in game one of that series in Arlington. Game two tonight, you can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. 41 athletes from McLennan Community College have been named to the NJCAA All-Academic Team. 18 of those athletes had a 4.0 grade point average, earning them first-team honors. As the pro golf world gets ready for the British Open, the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's treatment of players who participate in the LIV series. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice has become a part owner of the Denver Broncos. And for the third time, Tony Romo has won the Celebrity Golf Tournament at South Lake Tahoe. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we go across the pond uh, to the old course. And uh, St. Andrews, one of my favorite places in the world, Damon Hack has uh, arrived. And, and Damon, is um, he's hit the ground running. Lots of coverage for the Golf Channel. And Damon, it's great for you to join us. I was... Uh, I was doing the math earlier today, and and in typical Mosley fashion, whatever time I was trying to ask for you was like <laughs> two in the morning. So uh, three in the morning, your time, which you know you should you should just stay up for me. But no, I uh, I I'm I'm very appreciative. And I, is it still? You've done this several times, uh, almost uh, many times now, uh, going over to the open. Um, is it does it is it just still extremely special and then St Andrews um what sort of how many times is this for you at St Andrews by the way yeah i i first came here in 2000 i was covering the nba and tiger won the us open by 15 and i was like you know what i got to go to st andrews cuz he's going to win and complete the career grand slam i got in touch with some golf riders they told me to buy a, a the daily ticket to stay in the dorms at the University of St. Andrews. And it was that trip 22 years ago that made me change my mind from wanting to be an NBA writer 
to wanting to be a golf rider. So that's kind of a, a little anecdote to let you know what this place means to me to be here at the open 22 years after the first time I was here. Um, it feels like the first time, if I can quote the, the great uh, foreigner song, it's just, uh, I, I walk on these grounds and everybody's got a smile. It's just the home of golf. Today I interviewed Jack. Uh, I talked to Lee Trevino. I've, I talked to Nick Faldo. I talked to Tiger. I've talked to Rory this week, John Rahm. Uh, it, it's just, it's one of those places where it's a small town and everybody's in the same place. And it's just, you know, it's a reverent, special, special week. Uh, even all these years later, it still means so much to me. You know, I was in undergrad at Baylor. Actually, I, I guess I just graduated. And I convinced my parents that I could get like another major if I went over to Baylor and the British Isles. And I was there to see John Daly do it in 95. Mm. And then my dad and I took that trip. So I was there when you were there in 2000. And I think we even stayed in Carnoustie and maybe took the train up that morning or whatever. Um, What a tremendous. I've loved some of the shots this week and the fact that somebody was shooting a picture of it. And as we tape this right now, it's probably about what about nine o'clock over there, eight or nine o'clock. Is that right? It's exactly right. Eight o'clock. Yeah, just about eight o'clock here. Okay. It's, yeah, the sun is still out. It's a gorgeous <laughs> evening. It looks like we're in Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> I was seeing that. It was a safe sundown last night. Somebody had a picture, and it was like ten o'clock, and and it was still light out there. Um, what an amazing, amazing venue and a place. And and uh, I'm glad you fell in love with it. And as golf viewers and fans, we're all fortunate that you you did. Uh, this whole everything lately in golf has been overshadowed with the talk of live and, and all that's going on. I had to kind of laugh this morning. I was looking at some of the pairings, and that was exciting to find out who Tiger was playing with. And then I got a kick out of the fact that – Phil Mickelson is is playing with two people that one's from Australia, and again, only someone with your depth of golf knowledge would even know either of these guys. One of them, I think, is only in because maybe he finished second place at Barbasol or one of these recent golf tournaments. Isn't did you find that as yes. humorous as I did that they paired yes. Phil with virtual unknowns? Yeah, he, he's uh, playing with Lucas Herbert from Australia, uh, not well-known to the American golf fan, and Kurt Kitayama, who uh, was in the mix for a long time at the Genesis Scottish Open. But That's it. Not one of those marquee names, and he's playing early 7.30 a.m. Uh, I don't think it's an accident that this live story has continued to shadow this game uh, during major championship weeks, especially when the media – contingent is so large um the rna disinvited greg norman a two-time open champ world golf hall of fame member um from the celebration of champions which happened yesterday you had mark calcovecchia and ian baker finch tiger out there trevino uh, jack came to watch with his wife barbara john daly you know henrik stenson tom watson and noticeably absent because he was disinvited was Greg Norman, who originally wanted to play in, in this tournament at the age of 67 and was denied that as well. So I don't think it's an accident that some of the the headliners of the Live Golf Series uh, don't have the, the most uh, 
uh, high-profile tea times this week at the Open. <laughs> Talking to Damon Hack from the Golf Channel. And uh, the man, he, he shows up at these big events. Speaking of Trevino, you know, he's a Dallas guy. And I've had the pleasure yeah. of getting to know Lee over the years. In fact, I've in the past, I track him down at, uh, what's the place in West Virginia? That's the beautiful resort. Oh, the Greenbrier. Yeah. So he's been like the, the pro in residence or the legend in residence. And so I've, I've actually booked him before by just having someone at the Greenbrier run out to where he's like holding court on the driving range and go, hey, mostly needs you to be on the show. And Lee always does it. I mean, he's just the greatest. <laughs> but I, I had to laugh watching that kind of ceremonial, I don't know how many holes he played, but he's still, I mean, the, he, the, the swing is the same. Like, it was just crazy. It was funny because Jack's kind of gotten to the point where, you know, he, he doesn't really want to tee up. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm pretty much done with all this. And Lee stood on that tee box, and they didn't show where the ball went, but the swing's still there. Like, it, it's just, it's amazing. You know, he's a guy that has aged very, very gracefully. And uh, it, it, what, a, what a neat deal that had to be to see him back at that place and back at a, at a, you know, obviously that was a huge part of his career was playing in those Opens, the British Open. Uh, and, and I think that's where he made his reputation in a lot of ways. No doubt. Back-to-back winner in 1971 and 72, stopping Jack Nicklaus's run for the season Grand Slam at Muirfield in 72. And I was on that tee box yesterday, Matt. He was flapping his gums as he took the club back. And as you know, he likes to talk. and <laughs> he, he doesn't need an announcer. He does his own play-by-play. And I can tell you that shot went right down the middle. He was talking shop with Rory and Tiger. And you know, he is, at the end of the day, a, a lover of this game, a golf nerd. And he loves to geek out with Tiger and talk about changes in equipment and changes in length of golf courses. So Tiger's a big golf nerd himself. So you could imagine just how much they were vibing and laughing and, and, you know, jostling and having some fun, but you're right. This, this type of week for, for Lee Trevino uh, is a chance for him to kind of luxuriate uh, in, in the great history that he made uh, in this wonderful event. Yeah, it is. um, It's awesome. And you think back, uh, Tom Watson, what he was able to accomplish there. I mean, it's just, it, it is amazing. Now, back to your point about the shark. I mean, Norman, you know, even though he was one of golf's, because of what happened at the 96 Masters, he became one of golf's sympathetic characters. But, you know, that never lasts with Greg. He, he can't, that, that's just not him. Um, and it, he's now, in some circles, back to being reviled, uh, in, in, in a lot of ways, um, do you think the RNA, like, do you think maybe they, they've almost by making that decision martyred him to a certain extent a little bit or almost played into their hands? Or do you think it was a, a very defensible and did you think it was a pretty reasonable position for the RNA to take to disinvite him to a championships dinner? Yeah, I tell you what, this is the 150th Open at St. Andrews. Uh, The game has dealt with issues over the last couple of years, COVID, lack of fans, uh, having to adjust on the fly, cancel tournaments. 
the RNA wanted nothing to overshadow the history of this championship. And, and I think they wanted to be proactive and send the message that there is no one bigger than the game. And they did not want this live series to become a talking point on the eve of what could potentially be Tiger Woods' last open appearance at St. Andrews. Uh, Colin Morikawa going for back-to-back. Uh, Tom Watson being here uh, as a newlywed. I bumped into to Tom and his newlywed uh, wife, uh, uh, Leslie Ann, uh, on the back of of the first tee. I mean, there's so much color and texture and soulfulness this week. Sir Nick Faldo bumping into him on the driving wedge. I just don't think they wanted the distraction of of Greg Norman peacocking around the old course at the age of 67 pumping up this live series, which is fracturing the game of golf at the highest level. I think it came down to that. I understand the decision. Some may say it was petty beneath the RNA. The RNA wanted to protect this championship with the 150 logo splashed all over this golf course. You know, talking to Damon Hack from the Golf Channel. Damon, by the way, don't... uh... You still need to write occasionally, okay? Just listening to you there, I was like, wait, this is the writer and Damon coming out. You could see him on TV there on the Golf Channel. I, I was at a uh, a place the other day, and a guy, I, I mentioned that, that uh, might try to have you on this week, and the guy was talking about that morning show saying, golly, I love that guy. Like, I, and he was missing that show quite a bit, but he was talking about how much he loved you. So, you, uh, you're, you're doing great work over there. Now, let me ask you this, though. You're one of the rare people that have gotten to actually interview Tiger, spend a little time with him. Isn't this amazing to see him now almost, and, and he, would, he does not want to be like the ambassador but, I mean, even his comments on live today were enormous. And I, I bet Rory and some of the others were kind of glad to finally have someone else like Tiger weigh in. I mean, isn't it amazing how he went from this guy that just was the Terminator to this sort of beloved, this injury, the comeback, everything about it has humanized him more than ever. And, and it, 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 for someone that's kind of seen him in both times, early in his career and now late in his PGA career at least, it, are, are you almost amazed at how different he seems now? Oh, on, on so many levels. Uh, he's gone from being the assassin to being kind of the avuncular figure in this game who puts his arm around Rory and his arm around Justin Thomas and has embraced this role uh, in his late forties of being in many ways, one of the important voices in the game and not afraid to take on this issue and say, you know what? Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer dug it out of the dirt. You know, you're going to play a 54 hole event with guaranteed money, a shotgun start with music blaring in the background. That that's not what this game is about at the highest level. And I was in that press conference, Matt, and it was, you could hear a pin drop. I mean, Tiger was embracing his role as a voice of authority in this game, and it speaks to how humanized he's become and, and, and the surgeries and, and the near-death experiences and and the the divorce and the balding, you know, hairline. Everything has humanized him. I think he's, he's seen his mortality and he's become 
a more, you know, realized, thorough, thoughtful human being. And it's, and it's, I never thought I'd see it. I never thought he would take on an issue like that or let fellow players, you know, walk practice rounds with him, picking his brain as he has done with Justin Thomas, who he calls his little brother. So, uh, good on Tiger and great for the PGA Tour to have him uh, in its corner. Will you someday describe to Sam or, or any of our common buddies, just say Mosley's really become an avuncular uh, person? <laughs> I will gladly do it. I don't know what Sam Farmer's response would be to that statement, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you're one to put your arm around the uh, the young pups in this business as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to mentor people <laughs> as we speak. Uh, it is Damon Hack from the Golf Channel joining us, the Matt Mosley Show at ESPN Central Texas. Now, when I think back, and, and you were there too, 2000, isn't that amazing? You, you think about some of the names, some of the performances. Who was one of the greatest players in the world in addition to Tiger? It was David Duvall. I mean, he, and he's become your colleague and I assume your friend uh, over the years. I think that's why when Tiger says what he does about Liv and some of those young players and all, I, I think the point he's making uh, is uh, part of, the, of it is that there, we don't know how long the window's going to be. I mean, you know, uh, Ian Baker Finch wins one of those and probably within just a few years, the game has left him. David Duvall, probably five years within being first or second in the world, the game had left him. He he couldn't play anymore. And so I, I, uh, I, for some reason, when you were talking back in 2000, Damon, that was the name that came to mind, thinking about how he was unbelievable. And I think people forget that, that, that for a period of time, David Duvall was one of the best in the world. It's a great point you make. I was thinking about it today because I saw David on the range. Um, you can make the argument that of all the players that Tiger kind of butted heads with, you know, I'm talking about Phil and Ernie and VJ and Goosen and, and Furick, it, it was it was David Duvall that I think kind of came closest to being the guy that could stand up to Tiger at the height of his power. And it was a great three, four year run for David. And it was, it was more fleeting than he wanted it to be. But uh, on that week, 22 years ago, you know, David threw everything he could at at Tiger and and Tiger just went to another level. But for a time, David Duvall was, if not Tiger's equal, he was, he was one B to Tiger's one A. And, and you're right. This, this game does not promise you decades of great play. Sometimes it's one year, one season, uh, two or three years, you know, Ian Baker Finch four years after that win at the open was on the tee box in 95 and, and, and missed the fairway left here at the old course. Uh, he was so, so struggling with his, with his driver game. And similarly, David Duvall had trouble um, off of the tee, you know, brought on by back injuries and vertigo and, and, and weight loss. And it, it just, you never know. This game is so, so fickle and finicky. It's a, dimpled ball and a crooked stick and, and humps and bumps on the ground. You never know when a bad bounce, a bad back, um, a bad swing thought can take you from the top of the game to to a middling journeyman career. Well, 
I mean, I I tell you, this is a it's been fun to catch up with you. I feel like you're working on your essays during this interview. This is really <laughs> this is right. really good stuff. To do on tomorrow's show. <laughs> <laughs> do you want us to send this to you? You could use some of this. My gosh, send me a copy. People go crazy about Rinaldi, but the the hack essay is among the best in in all of sports and. Uh, Love it when you put that hat. Now, what did you take with you over there? Did you are you mostly golf shirts, or do you have like some sport coats? What's your, what kind of wardrobe did you arrive? Because it can get chilly even in the uh, even in the middle of summer over there. What did you go with? Did you put a sweater in? Yeah, I got a couple sweaters. I haven't needed them. It's been so balmy uh, for for Golf Channel and live from. I got to wear a suit so. Uh, thankfully, someone puts my outfits together. Uh, someone a lot smarter than I can. I'm basically uh, all thumbs when it comes to fashion, but I've got I've got some I've got uh, some help for that. But yeah, I'm wearing a suit and tie every day. Um, I don't have my clubs with me, unfortunately, this time because it's a it's a business trip, and there's no chance for me to play golf like some of the the sports writers, uh, as you mentioned, Sam Farmer and, and Mark Canizero of the New York Post, would have shocked me if they played. Uh, as much golf as the pros uh, this week around town. But uh, I tell you what, there's no place <laughs> I'd rather be than, than at St. Andrews for this uh, 150th Open here at the old course. All right. Well, years after John Daly won that 95, isn't it amazing that he won a couple of majors? I mean, as just wild <laughs> as his career was. And, I mean, people would kill to have two majors. And we look at his career as kind of a big letdown. and yet. He found a way to win a couple of those. And by the way, his life was already kind of getting messy when he won that one in 95. Um, and that was prior to, David, I don't think he was wearing those like chef's pants or whatever he has on now. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that is a wild look that he has. Um, and I, I don't know, I mean, and in watching his son over there with him, uh, but I, I that trip in 2000, my dad and I played some of those courses around there, and one of those was called London Links, which is not far Ooh. right outside of uh, St Andrews. Fun course, but I had to. We didn't take our clubs; we just rented wherever we went. It was actually not too bad. And the the clubs I rented, or the driver I rented at that place, was the Invex. And you'll remember that was the John Daly driver. That's exactly right. <laughs> did you hit it like Daly? Or no? Oh, I I did bang one pretty well off that first tee, but but later in the round I was on the wrong course. There was that it, it lined up with another course, and I ended up over there with another. I hit it on another green that was on a whole separate course, and uh, and there was a fence that was separated the two courses, which did not prevent me from hitting it over there on that course. So anyway, it was, uh, those are good times. Listen, it was, uh, it's a lot of fun to uh, uh, always love catching up with you at these majors, but especially this one, this one's so meaningful and, uh, and I appreciate it. We'll continue to watch all your work and we'll revel in those beautiful sweaters. I always feel like for you, you can pull off the, the baby blue and even some of that lavender more than most hosts. And I, I would not say that about some of the other people Golf Channel puts on. I mean, no no disrespect to any of those uh, those folks. But anyway, you can... Well, you're, you're very kind. I'm a UCLA Bruin alum, so, so blue is my favorite color. So, so, so thank you for that. I, I will rock uh, many shades of blue 
uh, this week here around Scotland, my friend. Yeah, yeah, Big Ten guy now, are you? They- <laughs> yes, right. UCLA, Michigan, here we come. That's right. Meanwhile, Baylor, my alma mater, we're just hoping we have a conference. We're all just all scrambling around, and UCLA and USC just march right over to the Big Ten. So, anyway, uh, we just hope you give us a thought at some point. All right, Damon, really appreciate it. Fun visiting with you, and uh, have a great uh, have a great week. Thank you, Matt. Great chatting with you, buddy. There he goes, Damon Hack, and. Uh, and he, what a what a tremendous guy he is. And uh, we have, uh, coming up next, we do have the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners. We have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. They buy gold and silver jewelry at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Bring in your broken or scrap jewelry or perhaps an item you want to say goodbye to. And the professionals at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond will make you a cash offer on the spot. These jewelry appraisals are free. And you can also trade in your unwanted gold or silver jewelry for an existing item in the store. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. 3101 North Robertson Drive in Waco. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahea. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. 
on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Rangers held off Oakland's late rally for a 10-8 win in game one of that series in Arlington. Game two tonight, you can hear it on ESPN Central Texas. 41 athletes from McLennan Community College have been named to the NJCAA All-Academic Team. 18 of those athletes had a 4.0 grade point average, earning them first-team honors. As the pro golf world gets ready for the British Open, the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's treatment of players who participate in the LIV series. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice has become a part owner of the Denver Broncos. And for the third time, Tony Romo has won the Celebrity Golf Tournament at South Lake Tahoe. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Dismount. I sound a little bit different. I've made it uh, outside the studio, making it uh, had to get out in the field and, and check on a couple of stories, developing stories. This afternoon, Aaron Sexton doing the Lord's work back in studio. But it's been a lot of fun today. We've covered a lot of ground. And uh, we had new uh, Hall, of, uh, Hall of Honor in terms of the Texas Restaurant Association. Sammy Citrano was on with us earlier today. Uh, the owner of George's. George's 1, George's 2. Uh, incredible restaurant career. Also used to uh, own and run uh, uh, Elite, the Elite Cafe and... Uh, um, health camp uh, always one of my great one of my favorite burgers uh, and I had a burger today in the greater Waco area had a good one too had a good one but I uh, uh, always loved health camp still do but boy back in from about 86 to 93 Sammy Citrano uh, got elite cafe and got it back to where it needed to be and then uh, he uh, also did a great job over there with the health camp, one of our uh, truly, one of our treasures in Central Texas. Um, a lot going on today. I find it interesting, Aaron, that one of my favorite players in the NBA, uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, I love the guy. My daughter loves him. We've just been huge fans of his. Just decided to... Well, uh, he's fine, but Jazz are now listening to offers for him. You know, I don't know what the Mavs are going to do. I don't even know if Donovan Mitchell is the right fit, but what a great player, great person, and uh, with um, with Utah basically starting over, uh, let's, uh, let's at least keep it in mind, the great Donovan Mitchell. That uh, that is a really interesting thing to kind of seconds. keep in mind. All right, we uh, we got to we got to get ready to say goodbye. And uh, as we leave you today, uh, we'll have live reports rest of the week from uh, media days. I got to head out of the country tomorrow. Thanks for everybody. Thanks to Aaron especially. Everybody have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow from Big Twelve Media Days at four o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time 
for the Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a look at the preseason All-Big 12 football team on the eve of the Big 12 media days, which begin tomorrow at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Every 